Northland Outdoors Radio. So we live out in our old van, travel on across this land. Well, all of us at Northland Outdoors were sad to hear about the passing of artist Terry Redlin on Sunday, April 24th. It seems like everyone who lives in this part of the world has a, a piece of his artwork on their walls. And there's another place where his artwork will live forever. And that place is the Redland Art Center in Watertown, South Dakota. Julie Ranham is the executive director, and she joins us now on Northland Outdoors Radio. Uh, Julie, first of all, we'd like to offer our condolences, of course. Thank you so very much. It's been uh, pretty hectic over there, I bet, this week. You know, it has. It's, um, of course, it's not how any of us wanted to start off our, our work week uh, by learning the news that Terry Redland had passed away on Sunday evening. Um, but we've been overwhelmed with uh, calls and, and really overwhelmed with love and support for people that loved the art of Terry Redland, um, and we'll, we'll miss his incredible gift of, of new art for the rest of, you know, for, for eternity. But we have such an amazing collection, like you said, and he has left, left us a tremendous legacy. Mr. Redland had been struggling for a few years now, hadn't he? He had. He uh, officially retired from painting and doing all signing events in 2007, and that was due in part to his diagnosis, uh, and he was, you know, feeling um, a little bit uncertain about uh, his condition. And so he really had stepped away for almost, you know, next year will be 10 years that he's been away from actually painting. What, what, do, what do we know about his battle and the possibility that maybe lead paint had played any sort of role? We really don't know anything. I mean, the... Dementia is something that is um, still a bit of a mystery as far as, you know, what causes it, why maybe some people are affected at a younger age than others. Of course, there's some suspicion that it could have been ongoing exposure to paint fumes, you know, that caused Terry to be diagnosed so at such a young age, but nobody can really tell us that for sure. Julie Ranham, our guest on Northland Outdoors Radio. She's the executive director of the Redland Arts Center in Watertown, South Dakota. Uh, Julie, how long have you been with the center? I just celebrated my 20th anniversary on April 8th. So wow. I've been, yeah, really, it's been such a privilege to work for and represent Terry Redland for all these years. Um, I, I don't know where the time has gone. It certainly doesn't feel like it could be 20 years uh, until you look at the amazing collection of art and all of the people we've welcomed through the doors here, and then it would take at least 20 years to do that. Tell us about uh, the Art Center opening up. When did it open? Why did he choose Watertown? And how did it get, how did it get going? Sure. The Redland Art Center opened June 6, 1997, and this place and everything in it is Terry Redland's gift back to his hometown of Watertown. When he was 15 years old, living in Watertown, he um, was walking to his after-school job at the movie theater when his buddy came by on a motorcycle, and Terry flagged him down and said, hey, can I get a ride to the theater? I've never been on a motorcycle before, and I want to go back to school tomorrow and tell all my buddies I've been on a motorcycle. And the kid, you know, wasn't supposed to give anybody rides, but he let Terry hop on the back, and they'd gone only a block when that motorcycle 
was hit by a drunken driver. Mm-hmm. And Terry lost a leg as a result of that accident. Age 15, and he lost a leg. And um, as he was recuperating, Terry was visited by representatives from the state of South Dakota, offering him a scholarship that was available to students with disabilities. And through that program, Terry Redlin was able to go on to art school after graduating from high school. Um, Had it not been for that scholarship, his family never would have been able to afford to send him on to school. And so he went on. He had a commercial art degree and was a commercial artist and illustrator for 20 years and didn't start his career as a wildlife artist until the age of 40. And he started becoming rather successful. And in 1984, his son Charles convinced him to stop selling his original oil paintings so that someday a building could be built. And it was at that moment that Terry Redland said, the only place a building should go is back to Watertown, South Dakota, to repay my hometown and my home state for that $1,500 scholarship. Hmm. So this place, this 52,000-square-foot facility, filled with 161 of Terry Redland's original oil paintings, is his thank-you gift. And he built it, donated all the art, made it admission-free, open year-round, and all of that is his thank you. Julie, uh, Julie Ranham, our guest here on Northland Outdoors Radio, talking about Terry Redland and the Redland Art Center in Watertown. You said 160, 161 oil? 161 original oil paintings, yes. 161. Now, are those paintings, are those... Are those the paintings that we see, uh, essentially see replicas of on people's uh, walls and cabins and things like that? Yes. What you see are reproductions, uh, either reproduction prints, fine art prints, or there are also reproduction canvases. Of course, Terry Redland has a a large collection of collectible giftware, plates, mugs, you know, every accessory available for the home. Many of those are now available with his imagery on them. And um, But the original oil paintings that hang at the Redland Arts Center are truly the originals, and that's what everything is produced from. So is it pretty much every one that people have been able to, to purchase, some of the favorites that are out there, we can go see the originals there? You can. We have every original that Terry painted from 1985 on, There are still 50 originals out in the hands of private collectors because in the early years, from 1977 through 1984, Terry was selling his originals. That's part of how he was earning a living and supporting his family. Um, But then, like I mentioned, in 1984, when his son convinced him to stop selling those originals, uh, he began saving them for this project. And so um, those 50 originals that are out there in the hands of private collectors Um, We can still show you what those beautiful images are because we have all of them here as prints. So you can see his entire collection of work here. 161 of them are here as original oil paintings, and 50 are here as prints. Is there any, has there been any plan or any effort to try to purchase those originals back? Not really, um, not an aggressive plan. Um, You know, Terry Redlin. To be honest with you, he never, ever imagined there'd be an art center. I mean, it was not part of his, his early plan. And so his collection, that you know, the 161 paintings we have, that's really a large collection of art by one artist. So we're just tremendously grateful to have that many. Um, of course, we 
sometimes are, com- are, are contacted by owners of originals most of the time, not because they want to part with their painting, um, but because they're just interested in what, knowing what you know, the, the value might be. We don't do any appraisal work at the Redland Arts Center, of, and um, that was at Terry's request. He never wanted us or anybody that he was affiliated with to do any appraisal work of his own work. What do you envision for the center moving forward? You know, our job is to build and preserve Terry Redland's legacy. It's what we've been focused on for many years, and we'll just continue to do that. Uh, we, we love to share his story. We um, are delighted every time we introduce somebody new to the art of Terry Redland, and we're even more thrilled when people return because they are so fond of the art that Terry has created that they just want to keep coming back. And um, so our job really doesn't change much. Our focus is just to continue doing what we've always done, and that is to share the art of Terry Redland with the world. Julie Ranham, our guest, she's the executive director at the Redland Arts Center in Watertown here on Northland Outdoors Radio. Uh, of course, uh, Terry Redland passing away uh, last Sunday, uh, April 24th. More recently, he has his name on an environmental center at the zoo that includes exhibits on native ecosystems, wetlands, and the prairie. Um, He was quite the conservationist, wasn't he? He was. It was very important to him. Uh, Being uh, from here, Watertown, he he was born and raised here. He was an avid outdoorsman. He um, loved nature and wildlife, spent many hours uh, as a young man hunting and fishing. And so he wanted to make sure he did all he could to preserve that for future generations. And so his work with conservation organizations started very early on in his career and and continues to this day. Uh, Even though we're not introducing new art to the collection, existing artwork is still earmarked and dedicated for conservation efforts on an ongoing basis. And the Redland family has requested that all memorials be directed to the Salvation Army Food Bank at P.O. Box 136, Watertown, South Dakota. Uh, A sad week for those in Watertown and, of course, all over the outdoors world. Uh, Julie Ranham, thank you for your time here on Northland Outdoors Radio. Thank you for the invitation and thank you for your kindness. We do appreciate it. Just as free. Lonnie Bedwell was a 2015 Adventurer of the Year for National Geographic. He was the first blind person to kayak the Grand Canyon. He's climbed mountains and defied the odds of what a person without eyesight can accomplish. And he's next on Northland Outdoors Radio. LandRadar.com is a website to remember. Find the most extensive information about potlatch land at LandRadar.com. And right now, LandRadar.com has a northern Minnesota game farm for sale. Over 1,000 acres of fields and forest land, a lodge, five cabins, kennels, and an expansive home on the lake. Ideal habitat for deer, bear, and upland birds. Or just enjoy hiking, horseback riding, or on ATVs. To learn more, call 866-403-LAND. Visit LandRadar.com, a part of Close Converse Properties. Hey, anglers, looking for a destination where walleyes, fresh air, and fish fries are a way of life? Look no further than the famous waters of Lake of the Woods. From Bedette and the Rainy River to the main lake up to the Northwest Angle. Here 
you'll enjoy the best walleye catch rate in the state. Maybe you'll pursue world-class sturgeon, pike, or muskies. Plus, you'll find lots of full-service resorts offering charter boats, delicious meals, and lots of Minnesota nice. Come experience the walleye capital of the world. Come experience Lake of the Woods. Catch the details at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. You're listening to Northland Outdoors Radio.